We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, before the show started, somebody said that uh, was it Tevin? Tevin, you had a you had a story, or you were telling them some story. Do you get remember you guys brought that up to me just before the start of the show this morning? Uh, I know I know Brittany had an eventful morning. No. Oh, Brittany's the one. <laughs> yeah, That's who Brittany it is. We're not talking about it. I heard you got your ass kicked. No, I didn't. But I heard. I do have a lot of listeners writing in that I would get my ass kicked by a cougar, and I'm starting to realize <laughs> they're probably right. I believe them more than I believe you guys. Okay. Well, that's good. So, no, no, I we want to hear this story. I, 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 people yeah. are clamoring to hear the story about how you, you got, got a fist fight this morning or something. Yeah, no, Brittany. no. Okay. I don't like this because I don't want to put anyone on blast. But there's a dog in my neighborhood that's been barking at 6 a.m., for about 10, 15 minutes or longer. And I had enough time where I was getting into my car and I heard this dog barking. So I ran through my yard and the neighbor's yard to go knock on their front door. And they were so nice. I was like, hey, we got to do something about this dog. It just felt unhinged because it was 7 a.m. And I like made the decision to go talk. I was like, we got to do something about this dog. And she was so nice. She's like, I know. And I was like, okay. Because we can't do this. She's like, I know. So it was just like a very, like, me running through the yards felt very unhinged. But the conversation had to happen. And she was lovely. And I have to, like, like I had to, now I go, all right, now I need to go talk to her again to be like, just so you know, I don't care when the dog barks 99% of the time. But, like, anything before 730, we got to let the dog in. We can't, we can't have the dog just barking in the backyard. Well, I have a question. Hmm. So there's something that's making the dog bark every morning. Have they figured out what that is? She said, yeah. She goes like, yeah, it's the dogs. You know, she's, this dog sees the dogs next door. And I get it. Like, you know, it happens. But like waking up to a dog barking at, if let's say I have my alarm set for 630 and I wake up at 625 for a dog barking. That's not the vibe. If Gogo wakes up at 7 uh, instead of 730 because a dog is barking, that's not the vibe. Like. We don't need that. And I, she was so nice about it. So I felt really like unhinged at the door. But I was like, I need to do this. It's been so many mornings of this is our alarm. But but I have a question. So it's every morning this dog does this. Almost every morning, yeah. Well, you can't. They can't let the dog just stand out there and bark at six thirty in the morning every day for God's sake. I know. You know what though? I think it's you get used to what you're used to, mm-hmm. and I think she looked like she was a mom too. Probably had other things going on, trying to whatever. Yeah. I get it. And like, the thing is, like, is is like I don't even mind if it barks a few times and you let it in, but like, yeah, it's just yeah, it's. It was it was time I had reached and you know, it was maybe a combination, you know, when something just rubs you the wrong way and you're getting in your car, this dog's barking. And I was just like, in my mind, I thought it's time. It's time to meet the neighbors at yeah. 7 a.m. You woke up and chose violence I, this morning. I know. And like a part of me is like, maybe we have bad insulation because like maybe it's not bugging other like there's I don't know, maybe like. I got to get our windows checked because maybe I shouldn't be able to hear it. But like, it was time. <laughs> well, but I have a question for you. Even if we're, I came home for lunch at noon every day, I wouldn't want to hear a damn dog barking the whole time I'm trying to eat lunch every day. 
You know what? That would. I mean, I get how that would bug other people. That wouldn't even bug me that much. Like a dog really? barking. No, because I like I'll have music on or like it doesn't. It's the wake up. That's the only thing that like. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I I don't mind. I, my my husband gets a little more irritated with things than I do. Like the cat will play with a hair binder on the ground, and I'll be you know typing on my computer. I don't get bugged by too much. The wake ups. The wake ups. Waking up that way is just. And then you lay there going, please stop. Like I still have ten more minutes to sleep. Mm-hmm. Please stop. Please stop. No. Okay. This is my life now. I live. Yeah, this I life. could not deal with it. Like I said, I lived. We we live in that townhouse part of town or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. I could not put up with a dog barking every morning at six thirty. No. no way. Yeah. So. It was, uh, I'm sure that people have some ring cams with a, a woman running through their yards at <laughs> 7 a.m. this morning, but it was, it was time and she was lovely. And like I said, I want to follow up and make sure she knows that like, I'm not mad and I get it. We all have our things and like, I love dogs and I love her dogs. I'm sure if I met them, but like anything before 7:30, let's just take it easy on it. Let's let, let's let the dog pee and, and immediately come back in. Like. I would like to warn your neighbor that if you find your dog shot to death in the backyard, no, it was no, not Brittany that no, did it. No, no, oh no, 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 Tom. See, I'm saying it's not no, you that Tom, did it. Not helping. Not helping. Oh, no. so you had plans. No, That's, no. Oh, well, she, I didn't realize that. Brittany was actually going to fight that cougar into submission and then bring it to her neighbor's house. Like, <laughs> so, to hang it on a stick. Right. No, dude, it's so funny. Just like it's, a full Nelson, you drag it over. I actually caught myself in a lie while I was talking to her. I said, yes, hey, I said, hey, my infant is sleeping right there. And I go, okay, wait, nope. She's a year and a half. I go, you know how you still call your kid a baby when they're not your baby? Oh, and then she, we yeah. both kind of laughed like, haha. So I was like mid-lie. But I was like, my infant. Right. My two-day-old baby is sleeping in that window. Well, so, like, a good argument. We had a good. We had a, hopefully a good interaction, and like I said, she's chill. She seems cool. Like I feel like we could be friends. Tevin says this is not what friendship. How you make a friendship? Yeah, so, right. Like it, look, I'll follow up. I like her. I'm sorry. Because also, her name. you told her like, yeah, your dog wakes me up, but you were up already on your way to work so it's like Brittany's just all put together like yeah i just just woke up out of a deep sleep oh was that why you looked? i didn't say i this I, morning i didn't say like i have currently woken up from but at the time when i was leaving gogo was still sleeping yeah, that's true but like i listen it's not the end of the world and i actually really like i met her and she was lovely i have to follow up because i do feel like a monster and i felt unhinged tom but the call was like the call to the wild to the run through the yards was so palpable like i had to make the run i had to go do it no i understand that do you think someday you'll back out of your garage and as you put the door down it'll just say asshole across the garage door <laughs> maybe god i hope this <laughs> i hope this starts a feud in the sack yeah, I, oh, we can't handle it of the pressure of the sack can't handle it i uh i would be fine actually like the way she responded i knew that i I went into it the right way because mm. I was really nice about it and she was so lovely. Uh-huh. I was like, at least I wasn't aggressive, like, which, you know, after you make it look a little like sprint, you kind of have that like adrenaline going. And I called Justin after and he was like, thank you. And I was like, I, out of me or him showing up, I was the better choice. Oh, do you think he'd get too harsh with her? I think he comes across as harsh. He's not oh, harsh. Oh, does he really? Yeah, he's a little bit mm. more cut and dry. Like her and I having a giggle over me lying about my infant, like when I think went well. I've thought yeah. about this. I think, and also I think it's a little bit intimidating when a man addresses a situation yeah. in general. Like I think I was the right person. Maybe not at 7 a.m., but again, I had to find the house. There was like three houses it could have been. And oh, okay. So I, I wanted to make sure before I, like, went and talked to anybody. Um, Do you think you were the first neighbor to, like, go to them? Because if she's like, I know, it, like, maybe the Johnsons got up in her grill, too, and, like, hey, I cut don't it know. out. That's a great question. Um, I know the neighbors next to her really well, and they are not the type to say something. They're, they're, they, but I don't know if the other ones would because they, they have a baby as well. I don't know. If she knows, why, no, she, why, why, why let it keep happening? You have control over the situation. Just bring the dog inside. I don't know. But I do know that 
I should have just discovered where the house was and maybe approached her during the middle of the day, not I, like a crazy person. I think so that's on me. I think it's better to talk to her as the dog is actively barking in the background. Yeah, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I A part of me, I don't even like talking about this because I don't want her to hear this and think there's like anything bad because I hate, I hate to rip, misrepresent anything when it comes to like how the interaction went. She seems so lovely, Tom. Like, this is doable. This is lovely. fixable. Like, I, she might have um, uh, an edible arrangement in her future if I was a put-together person. Because mm-hmm. I feel bad. But So it, she's not getting an edible arrangement. <laughs> that was just okay, a, so <laughs> empty words. We'll close with this because we've got a, a guest coming up in a couple of seconds. Why would anyone want to hear their own dog barking all day? That I don't understand. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, I think people people get used to different things, you know. But yeah, I and my dogs they'll bark and I immediately run out and grab them because they're so annoying. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, this we all have a breaking point, and today I broke a little, and I well, uh, that's on me. You got no, it's not on you. It's on the dog. The dog's got to shut up. <laughs> Right. Right? 100%. And if that dog so happens to bark again, Brittany's coming over. No, I'm not. There's going to be problems. No, there isn't. I know your name. I'm so sorry. I like you. We're going to figure this out. You have a silencer on it? Shut. I don't even have shut up. Whoa. Thomas. Whoa. I, I know. Flag up. Play. I, I answer the phone for three seconds, and we're talking about a silencer? No, we're what not. What is Brittany's plan to do? No, oh, Stop. About to handle business is what we're going to do. Stand on business. No, there's business. no business. <laughs> there's some business. There's no question about it. Are we good to go? Yes, we are. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Stan Tatkin. Uh, advice on relationships, marriage, love, intimacy, and mental well-being. Uh, Dr. Stan, can I call you Dr. Stan or should I call you Dr. Tatkin? Yeah, Dr. Tatkin, or just call me Stan. That's fine. Stan's good. Stan, I have a question for you. Sure. Uh, Advice on relationships, marriage, love, intimacy. I love all that. But mental well-being right now doesn't seem to be going well in the world because everybody's pissed off about everything and they're mean as hell. What happens, Stan? Well, I think people get mean when they feel helpless. Uh, We get aggressive as uh, human primates. When we uh, feel powerless, helpless, that's when we get aggressive. But it comes out of fear. I think people are afraid. Uh, There's something that was studied uh, after 9-11 called unseen fear. And we're dealing with a lot of unseen fear. It's not like the lion is right in front of us about to eat us. We are um, aware of anything can happen, Um, a civil war, a global warming, uh, a nuclear uh, war. All of these things are, um, are in our heads. We don't see them except maybe on television right now with, with the wars that exist. And I think that's making everybody very, very uh, edgy, right? Um, uh, yes, but yes. it's because of, of, of the existential threats around us. Yeah, and it's around the world. It's not just the United States. It's everywhere right now. It's pretty amazing. It's, every, it's everywhere, yeah. It is indeed. Dr. Stan Tatkin, developer of psychological approach to couples therapy and best-selling author of In Each Other's Care, along with a relationship uh, must-have book. Wired for love. More than 1.7 million people have tuned into Dr. Tatkin's TED X talk. Dr. Tatkin, it's great to have you on because the holiday season is a very, very stressful season. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, it is. It tends to be. Yeah. It tends to be because that's when we're going to get together with family and family tends to pull us back in time. And sometimes that's good news. Other times that's not such good news. And so we need to be prepared for this every year uh, and, and find a way through it uh, that protects, uh, you know, if you're a couple, that protects each other first and foremost and then considers other people that you're going to be around. And that's what I'd like to, to pass on to people. Yeah, that is a great thing. Dr. Stan, I've never asked this question before because I've never thought of it before, but why is it that, a, that the stressful time of year, December, is because there are so many holidays around the world and many, many different religions, people of all colors? Uh, December is a big, why is December such a big, let's get out there and, and whether it's Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or Christmas or what, I mean, there are, there are a couple more too. Why did we pick, I suppose December was picked because that, that, that's when they thought, for Christians, they thought that's when Jesus was born. Is that correct? Right. 
yes, and All Hallows Eve, uh, you know, right. October, and then Thanksgiving in this country for November, <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, blame uh, I guess uh, you know the the uh, uh, the people that came over on the Plymouth. Um, I you know I it, it, it's all crammed together, and it's it's a combination of uh, financial hardship for many. Uh, it's uh, having to go and brave the crowds for, with shopping. Uh, then it has to do with uh, who are we going to leave out this year, who we're going to have to sit next to at dinner, uh, how are we going to have to deal with drunk Uncle Bob. Uh, you know, there are all these, uh, all these things that we have to really prepare for, and, and really predicting, preparing, and planning ahead is the key to getting through this, uh, not just unscathed, but get through it well. Yeah, I like your ideas, like, like plan ahead. I think that's great advice for everybody. If you know, because you got to know by now that it's coming. So can't you plan ahead and go, well, maybe I could be seated somewhere else. But if I'm not, here's what I'll do when when the hunyuck starts running his mouth or whatever. You have to have a plan. Is that what you're saying, Dr. Tackin? Yes, you have to. People are predictable, and one of the things that we can do, or the only species on the planet that can, we can predict and we can plan and prepare. And yet we don't do that often enough, and yet that's a, that's a superpower. So partners, if you're a partner, you, you imagine you're going to have a great time this season. You're going to have a great time. You're going to high-five each other at the end. And now you're going to think about what could possibly interfere with that, what could possibly go wrong, and systematically begin to plot and plan tactically how to take those things off the table one by one and add things that would uh, increase your pleasure uh, during the stressful time so that you are able to relax together and it's not all performing, not all running around and doing things, right? And so yeah, that's really a two-person jo- That's really a team effort. That's a job for two people. Two people can do much better uh, if they think and work together collaboratively than one person. Dr. Tatkin, I'm, I'm of the age where the family gatherings and the extended family gatherings, let's say it's, you know, Thanksgiving, as you just pointed out. The thing I will remember most about being a little boy at Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever holiday it was, the smoke in the house was so thick you couldn't see three feet. Remember when everybody, you know, I might not be old enough to remember this, but everybody used to smoke and they smoked indoors. It was unbearable, doctor. It was amazing. I remember I'm 69 years old. I was around for that for sure. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah. So I'm, you I'm sure there was a time that I contributed to it, too. Yeah, me yeah. too. You're right. <laughs> I, I smoked cigarettes as a teenager, gave it up at 21. But yeah, I, that's the thing about holidays. I, I Every time a major holiday was coming up when I knew a lot of people get together, it's like, oh, God, it's going to be smoky Wednesday. Great. Wonderful. Well, that's the air quality, but there's uh, other aspects of the environment that some people find toxic, and that is the relationships that they're going back to uh, that they haven't uh, been in contact with maybe once, maybe uh, several years in between, uh, that they dread, like a high school reunion. Uh, You know, we're going back in time, we're being pulled back to that time, and many times it takes a week or two to, to sort of recover from it because the environment for some um, is like a smoky room, right? It's, uh, it's a difficult to, uh, to sit mm-hmm. through, and, and people can't wait to get out. Did you have to go through, a, 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 in your life, a situation where, because, you know, where I grew up and the way we kind of grew up, there's a lot of drinking going on uh, as well, and that certainly did not help. Right. Um, that is probably the, the, the single biggest problem when it comes to substances is alcohol. Alcohol Mm -hmm. uh, is uh, a disinhibitor, but it also, for some people, um, can trigger anger. And uh, the angry people who, uh, you know, who uh, get that way when they drink, those are the people that cause many times a lot of mayhem, um, uh, unfortunately. And so, yeah, alcohol is a contributor to a lot of fights. Oh, there's no question about it. And as a young man, I do remember uh, I'd have my first drink is, hey, great to see everybody. How you doing? Second drink. God, it's really great to see all of you. Third drink. What the yeah. hell are you looking at? <laughs> That's just how it went. So what are you doing for your holidays? Uh, this year, we're actually, my wife and I are kind of 
trying to reset uh, a number of things with the house and all that stuff. So we're not going to be actually even around for Christmas. The kids are coming over after the day after Christmas. And then our son's going to come over on like uh, January 6th. So actually this, cause I grew up Catholic, which is by itself yeah. a, an interesting religion. I love it, but there are some interesting Catholics out there, Dr. Tatkin. I'll tell you that. <laughs> But, I, um, I'm Jewish. I'm Jewish. Uh, the only thing that's similar to Jews are, is a Catholic. So that's true. Uh, that's so exactly. I understand. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, so. Catherine and I, 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 I'm very lucky guy, Doctor Tatkin, because uh, I've been together with my wife Catherine for forty. Excuse me, yeah, for forty three years. We've been married uh, in on July seventh. It's going to be forty years. But I think. I have to take some credit for the relationship because I can tell by the look in her eye when it's time to shut up. <laughs> but she can also read you too, I, I would hope. Oh yeah. She's a wonderful woman. I'm a very, very lucky guy. I hope most people can say that after all that time for four decades and, and a little beyond that, uh, before we got married three years before we got married, but I understand how lucky I got. I, I don't know who gave me that gift to be able to see that, but I understand absolutely that uh, Tom, why don't you just shut up and, Take a punch. Everything would be good. You know, I feel the same way about my partner. I feel, I think both of us would say we feel very, very fortunate to have found each other. Uh, but there, there is something to be said, maybe even during this time of year, uh, to count your blessings. Uh, we, we tend, the, the human brain has a feature that's also a bug. Uh, we compare and contrast constantly. And uh, we are always aware of what is missing and what we don't have. That's a feature when it comes to hunting and gathering. It's a bug when it comes to happiness. And, uh, and uh, many of us really don't uh, think uh, about uh, what we're grateful for enough for our own mental health and our own happiness. And uh, I think that is an important thing, an important skill set and a habit to get into. Uh, and so, uh, so uh, you know, I, 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 I appreciate what you're saying with your wife. And I also think, boy, you guys really planned something really nice for the holidays. You're not going to be anywhere except at home. That'll be it. No question about it. I just, uh, I like the fact that you're not only talking about advice on relationships, marriage, and love and intimacy, but also advice on mental well-being. I think it's very, very important right now. It's very stressful now. Uh, the holidays should be celebrated and uh, love shown to one another. I, I just love your whole take on it. Doc. By the way, Dr. Tech, and you're pretty even keel yourself, so it's coming from a good place. <laughs> Thank you. I had to learn. I, you know, Like everybody else, <laughs> I'm a difficult person. All people are difficult. All people are a pain. All people are disappointing. But I try uh, to uh, never be threatening. And so, same with my wife, never threatening. And uh, we're, we're uh, you know, good co-pilots. Uh, and it sounds like you and your wife are, too. Uh, we are indeed. So because I found out you're a Shiva boy, I can say happy Hanukkah, sir. Thank you very much. Well, I was raised by Catholics, so Merry Christmas. <laughs> Honest to God, Dr. Deccan, it's amazing because I grew up in a neighborhood that was Catholic, Jewish, and black, and I enjoyed it beyond belief. It was wonderful. We all got along. It was great. That's amazing. Well, yeah. you're nice. I like you, Tom. <laughs> Not everybody thinks that way, Dr. Tatkin, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Some people think I got an edge to me, but I would love to have you back anytime, sir. Anytime you want to talk about making people happy, I am more than happy to hear about it. I would love that, too. Have a wonderful holiday. You too, sir. Dr. Stan Tatkin, ladies and gentlemen. Love the guy. See, I, I, you know what? I, And from his name, you probably would guess he might have been Jewish, but... I do remember back when I was a kid going through the neighborhood and getting, you know, from all the different families, the Jews, blacks, Catholics, all the rest of it, getting advice from other people's parents or grandparents or great stories that you would hear. And the one thing I would say, and I didn't want to say this to him, but one thing about this time of year that got to be very difficult is when I was a little boy, um, say all the way up to maybe age 11 something like that uh -huh. you would go to the store and you would always see an older jewish man or an older jewish woman that still had the numbers on their arm uh. from world war ii that was a bitch i will tell you that because uh. once you found out why those because i would ask why do you have numbers tattooed on your arm yeah mm -hmm. oh god that's hard to deal with yeah 
Can you yeah. even imagine going through all that? And no, here they are going no. into Desnick's drug store and they're no. in a good mood. Very, yeah. very, they are very well educated from people like that. Yeah. No doubt. I thought he was terrific. Didn't you? Yeah, yeah. he was great. He was light. He had some humor to him, but it, very informative. Uh, you could tell like he is passionate about what he talks about. There is no doubt about it. We got to take a break here because we have another great guest coming. But we are loaded for bear today. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you think? I think so. Do you say it's Sona Akali? I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. I've Usually I don't say his last name just because it's African and I'm not sure. I don't want to butcher it, but I believe it's Akali. Well, let me just put it this way. I'm looking at his picture. I wouldn't want to piss him off either. No, not <laughs> at all. No. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. We shall take a break. Be right back. Another great. I thought Dr. Dr. Tatkin was really, really great. Just cheered me up in the holidays. But just keep an eye on this, ladies and gentlemen. Don't smoke in the house and have a couple of drinks and then calm down. How about that? Yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> it's a minefield. So just be careful and be nice to each other. Yep. I like the idea of teaming up before and talking about it and teaming up after and saying how, what went that went well. But that's that's a good way to put it. It is a minefield. It and is. understand that it is indeed a minefield. It is. We shall be right back. Sona Akale will be our special guest. And once again, let me mention, I would not want to piss him off. <laughs> we'll be right back and find out if I do or not. That'd be great. We'll be right back. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so he made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, box. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that does doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, bucks too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-ZERO-RES, backward or forward, it spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero Res Carpet. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. 
carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Just let me know when uh, Mr. Kali is ready to go and we'll get it cooking. Yeah, we, uh, he and Tevin are troubleshooting a little uh, problems for StreamYard. He's getting into the room here any moment, so we'll bring him on when he does come on. But for the time being, we're just going to kind of hang out and shoot the breeze. Party. We're going to schmooze. Yeah. Let's badmouth him until he's actually on because we won't nope. be able to if he can hear us. Nope, I'm not, I'm not doing that. No, I bet he punches so hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at his picture. It kind of looks like it. Is he from the area? Is he from St. Paul? Or is he just fighting there? He's yeah, he's from uh, I believe Minneapolis. Oh, he's from Minneapolis. Okay. Uh, yeah, so just did, did we get it worked out, Kevin? Uh, yeah, I'm sending him it again to hopefully get this all sorted out. But he should be on in just a second. Well, if he's from Minneapolis, he can just run over to the studio. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Probably come on, on his like morning rocky jog. He's got the you know. Yeah, he's, by. he's in a meat locker punching sides of beef. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Tenderizing rocky dinner here, for the right? night. That's what Rocky did, I believe, in was Rocky Two or Rocky One. It was one of them. I know that. Rocky was a damn good movie. Looking at it, uh, no question about that. But uh, Sona, our guest, to be on just a couple of seconds from now, hopefully, is a boxer and musical artist. For, oh, he's from musical artist too, from Minnesota, coming off his latest victory in the ring against Nico Ali Walsh, grandson of Muhammad Ali. Sona has proved that uh, the spotlight is never too big as he takes his eight and one record up against Trey Martin on December 9th, just two days from now. Sona enters uh, the ring laser focused on victory. It's going to be interesting to talk to him about where it is that he did grow up, how he got into. I mean. Obviously, the man's worked his ass off. You look at, he's standing in the ring, so he's just got his boxing uh, shorts on. Yeah. And you can tell the fellow's in pretty good shape, I'd say. Oh, my God. What do you think? That's a a guy where it's like you bump into him and you apologize even if it wasn't your fault. 100%. Yeah. (laughs) Even if he bumps into you. Exactly. Oh, I'm sorry that you bumped into me. I'm sorry that you're bad at walking. (laughs) Or wait. I'm the one who wanted to fight a cougar, and I still don't Uh, want to fight Sona. I was going to say, he he looks like he actually might be able to fight a cougar. (laughs) Yeah, he could. I think you're absolutely right about that. Nothing yet? Not, Not quite yet, unfortunately. Okay, we did well. We can because we got a guest, the guest coming up uh, at forty as well. Yeah, we can just wait him out as long as long yeah. as uh, as long as it takes. So it's just a, a bad connection. Is that all it is? Um, yeah. yeah, it sounds like he's having some issues accessing like the actual invites. So yeah, there's something wrong with his email. So I sent him the link another way. It looks like he's got it open and should be hopefully logging on right now. Beautiful. Otherwise, okay. I'm gonna when, when he does get on. The first thing I say is, you know, I hate to tell you this up front, uh, Sona, but uh, one of the people on the show said the reason you're late is because you've been hitting the head so many times. And I tried to argue with What him. is wrong with you? You are chaos today. You are He's going to some... jump through the screen and strangle us. Yeah, we, you exactly. are pure chaos. I am not chaos. I'm even keel as can be. You like want to Just pointing out the obvious. You want to get us all shook up. Oh, well, yeah, we got... That's unfortunate. Okay, why don't we do this? Yeah, and then we'll we'll just go through it because uh, you know even if he jumps on, he can he can jump in as well. Yeah. When you're growing up, it's easy to think that everything your family does is normal. So when you go to a f- friend's house, you might uh, be in for a bit of a shock. That's interesting because I've mentioned to you guys many times that when I went to someone else's house that wasn't Catholic, like say they were Jewish or black or whatever, I paid attention to the house rules. Yeah. And I guess most children didn't do that. I don't know why I learned that, maybe trying to fit in or whatever the hell it was, but I always paid attention to what their rules were and went with that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, do people do that or do they they still not do that? Uh, I think it's one of those things where you just, just because you notice it doesn't mean you're not going to follow it. But there are times that, like that stick out in your mind where you're like, this is a weird rule or this is like different yeah. than my house. I still remember a vivid time where I had a string cheese that was, you know, like that smoked cream or string cheese. Sure. Yep. And I thought that was the, why would anyone want to eat smoke? I remember like them handing me a cr- string cheese and I had to like pretend to eat it. And I was like, this is terrible. Like I love my mom so much more than I have ever in my life. 
Well, your mother's terrific and wonderful and far too good for you, I should point out. I couldn't agree more, and she's coming home tomorrow. Oh, is she really coming yeah. home for Christmas? Yeah, Beverly, she's going to stay until New Year's Day, so I'm very excited. Nah, that'd be wonderful. Tell her I said hello. I won't. I'm sick of your guys' friendship. I won't, because you like my mother. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's great advice. No they've question. gotten a little too close is what you're saying. It's a problem. It's a problem. I don't like how they've been <laughs> scheming against me. <laughs> that's a possibility. People on social media are talking about the bizarre house rules they experienced when staying at someone's, uh, someone else's home when they were a kid. Uh, someone said they had to take a bath at a friend's house. No, sorry, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Uh, wait, t- they had to take a that What? Exactly. No, call the authorities. Yeah. Immediately. (laughs) I like it. Uh, Yeah, they had to take a bath at a friend's house um, where they reused the bath water. They reused the bath water. No. No. Okay. This is getting worse by the second. (laughs) Yeah. No. See, I'd fit right in by going, oh, you know what? I forgot something at my house. I'll be right back. Yeah, I got to I got to go grab something and then dead sprint to my house. <laughs> By the way, they did that to conserve money or water. There were five kids, so six kids took a bath in the same water. Yeah. <laughs> I think AJ's going to vomit. That's just disgusting. How much are you it's praying disgusting. your kid water to? Like Oh god, yes. Uh, the person said they used the water. They had already been used once or more, and they're still bothered by it. Yeah, once or more, like five times more. Number two, the Internet had to be off by 8 p.m. because all the good websites shut off, and the only websites left were bad and naughty. How did they come up with that argument? I meant that was a lie that went rogue. Like It's like when you yeah. tell your kid the park is closed. Oh, I'd love to go to the park, but it's closed today. Uh-oh. Tom. Okay. I love Okay. That. Sona. Okay. Okay. Hey. <laughs> what up? What up? What up? What's going on? Am I on? Yeah, yeah. you're on. You're on. All right. Good. Good sure stuff. What's going on, on you guys? Uh, I just basically we were we were discussing the situation. No, first of all, you grew up in Minneapolis. Yep, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, originally from Cameroon, Africa. Okay, and where in where in Minneapolis did you grow up? Um, I was over there on Glenwood Linden. Well, I, I grew up in St. Paul, but oh, I was okay. going to school. I was, my dad was boss of Glenwood Lindale Community Center. I was oh, yeah. born. Yeah. So uh, Glenwood Lindale's Community Center was um, connected to KMOJ back at the time. Yep. And my dad was boss of the Glenwood Lindale Community Center. So I was always in on um, Glenwood and Lindale in Minneapolis. You know, so right after school in St. Paul, I would ride the bus to Glen and be at the community center all day. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, so I, I had, I, I, Minnesota knows me. I, I'm, I'm all around Minnesota. Well, you and I went through the same childhood then because, well, you, yours would sound like the teen or the early 20 years, but that's where I grew up. So that's why I asked you because I, to this day, love that neighborhood and I always will. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember, do you remember the Glen Willendale Community Center? I do, absolutely. Okay, yeah. You remember a guy, you know a guy named Christian Akale? Yes, that, not, that's your father. That's my dad. Oh my God! Now I now I know who. That's why. I just, you know what's interesting about that is I could pronounce your last name correctly because of him. But I didn't yep, know. Yep, yep. I heard it. I was like, I thought Tev just told you. I was like, what? That's wild. Yeah. See. Oh God bless. We connected, bless man. It's wonderful. Well, you know, all tough guys are connected. Ah, that's a a fact that's a fact great minds man great minds so how'd you get in the business okay so man i was i've always been a fighter i've always been a a guy that was fighting um i was always in the gym um i was always uh working with other pros as well you know getting them ready for their fights i was always sparring with them getting ready for their uh, uh fights in camp and I'll be their main sparring partners. Um, I started with um, a guy named Ishmael Mwendo. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's from Uganda, but he was a, uh, he was a, by the time I started working with him, he was working with Scott Tolzman and he was 15 and 0. Ooh. And, and this is a guy that had sparred, you know, that was Terrence Crawford's main sparring partner in his camps. And we, we all know Terrence Crawford. That's the biggest man in boxing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's one of the, they, they try to say he's the greatest of all time, you know? So, I was getting ready. Uh, I was sparring with Ishmael, getting ready for his pre-camps to go uh, work with Terrence Crawford. Then I went from there, and um, 
one day uh his manager and coach scott tolzman was like hey man uh it was one day we were done sparring and he was like man he was like man you got a professional style what you what, what do you think about uh you know um trying out a professional fight I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, cool. You know, I don't mind. He showed me the check. Then I was like, okay, let's do it. Okay. You know, and that, that first one, yeah, yeah, you already know that. I was like, oh, I seen it? I was like, oh, yeah, I do it. And then my first fight was at the Myth, and it was under um, Feel the Drills undercard. And, um, yeah, it was a pack house, great event. I ended up stopping the guy, you know what I mean? In the mm -hmm. second second or third round, I ended up stopping him. And then um, right after that, man, the rest is history. Um, I got with Q Promotions. He was actually there at the fight. And um, he goes to uh, Element Gym. Element's my home gym. After that, uh, uh, yeah, the rest is history. We, we started working. I was working. I'm working in the gym every day, full-time boxer. Um, uh, uh, my my uh, most recent iconic fight, of course, is the win against Muhammad Ali's grandson, yeah, um, undefeated prospect Nico Ali Walsh, and then uh, yeah, that that that's what we were waiting for. We were waiting for that opportunity. I took it and uh, made the best of it. And yeah. um, yep. So, now we fight. Now we're here again, and we fight at on December 9th. Sona, what was yes, that? Indeed. What was that like? Because that fight was on ESPN. You know, yep. so you're spotlight worldwide. shining bright. Yeah, worldwide fight. You got obviously, yeah. you know, boxing immortality, arguably the greatest boxer to ever put on some gloves in Muhammad Ali. And then now you're his grandson. So there's more excitement around it, that. What was it like getting ready for that fight and then, you know, stepping into the ring on, on the big day? Man, to be honest with you, getting ready for the fight, the camp was it was a good camp, man. I mean, it was a it was an easier camp. They were just kind of easy on me because I only had three weeks to get ready. And I didn't have to cut weight because I had to move up weight classes to fight him. Mm -hmm. But it was such a big opportunity that, you know, no boxer is going to pass that up. You know what I mean? Because it's such a big opportunity. He's a big name. He, he uh, Tulsa City, Oklahoma, Hard Rock Casino Resort, live, you know, tons of, tons of, you know, uh, tons of stars there. Even Flavor Flav was up in there. I got to hear. <laughs> yes. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> yeah, Gosh. Flavor Flav was up in there. He was, uh, he was Flavor Flav. He was doing it all. I was like, damn, Flavor Flav is really like he is on TV in real life. This guy's a real character, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, I was able to uh, 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 pull off the upset. The betting odds against me in Vegas were a hundred. If you bet a hundred on me, you win sixteen hundred. Ooh. On 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 DraftKings, it was you bet a hundred on me, you win twelve hundred. That's how low the odds was that I was gonna win. Yeah, man. Wow. So after you already know when I, as soon as I got to the um, you know, because it's a big campus. So after the fight, you know, I'm I'm walking around and I'm meeting everybody and uh, man, all I everybody was getting me just drunk. They were like, "You won me so much money. What are you drinking? What are you doing? <laughs> I was lit. I don't even remember that night, man. That my that night was crazy. <laughs> That night was crazy, yeah. But uh, it was definitely something special, man. Definitely. God, did you? Did you? I mean, you're too young to have followed it uh, in time. But have you studied Muhammad Ali in your life? Oh yeah, you know that. I knew that. You know that. Everybody <laughs> studied Muhammad, man. You know what I mean? It, and that's that was that was the iconic thing about it because he's such a pop polarizing character and figure. You know, I mean, Will Smith actually. You know, you type it. You know. Yeah. There's nothing that beat Muhammad Ali, you know that. So anything connected with his name, you got to be – in boxing, you got to be a part of. And that's that's probably why we're here today, you know, so. Yeah, it could be. Well, I'll tell you, one of the greatest lines ever delivered – by the way, I, I wanted to mention before I say, quote him, he not only was a phenomenal athlete, he was brilliant. Huh. He was a very yes. smart man. Yes, bro. He he was so quick with it. I, I, man, he, they never tested. I don't know if they tested his IQ, but that man was definitely something def different, something special. You know what I mean? Every time we see him, we always know Muhammad Ali comes off the top with the best. He could have been a rapper. I don't know. I, <laughs> the guy crazy. is talented. I swear. He's quick with it as well, man. I actually was lucky enough to record uh, record a song because I used to do an impression of Muhammad Ali all the time. And there's a song. Oh, yeah, yeah. World. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Don't be shy. Let me ask you a question. I got to ask you one question. So, <laughs> I was on a, on a Dick Cavett show, and he said to me, he said, Oh, wow. He broke my, I broke my jaw, and I said, Dick Cavett says to me, um, you know, if he had hit me that hard, he would have knocked me out. 
And I said back to him, if he'd hit you that hard, your beneficiaries would still be collecting. Yo, <laughs> yo, I did not expect that shit. Yo, that's good. I that's grew up good. With I love it. They should have casted you instead of Will Smith with the easy bag. That was good. Well, thank you. That's very nice of you to say. But I Damn, just, that's good. I did not expect a, that. He turned boxing around. And there were great boxers before him, no question about it. But he changed boxing forever, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. You know that, man. I mean, his his care, he really brought the marketing to it. You know what I mean? He really yeah. brought the, you know, the 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 aspect of entertainment. You know, to this whole boxing thing, I think he, yeah, he's one of those pioneers of that, and and he's the one who started it. And now people are still they even when guys get into boxing and don't know Muhammad Ali as well, they, they, mm-hmm. them trying to sell the fight and make joy and do that. That's all from Muhammad Ali. They don't even know where it stems from. He created a whole uh, uh, trend in boxing that still lasts to this day. So anybody that changes the sport, um, and then everybody has to mimic the same blueprint because it was so successful. Yeah, they probably wanted to go. Now I have to ask you a question because I think, and this is a reference back to your father. Uh, Channel Two did a special on Highway Fifty Five from Glenwood all the way to Penn Avenue, and they went to all the play like the Summit House and all that stuff that's over there. Yeah, wasn't your didn't your father appear in that show? Yeah, um, my my father was on two shows actually. He was on remember yeah. KMOJ. Yeah. KMO, KMOJ was connected to. Um, Glenwoodlandale Community Center, and mm-hmm. so he had on Thursdays he had the African Panorama show, where he yep. was every Thursday he would talk about um, just things in Africa. You know what I mean? Right. And then and then he was also on yeah he was on a lot of shows though he was on a lot of different things, you know like every little you know uh, there's a lot of com- community organized events that go on at Glenwoodlandale Community Center, and sometimes they'd be publicized or they would be uh, broadcasted. And then he would always be, they would always be asking him questions. I would always be there. They would ask him questions and he would, you know, answer accordingly um, to uh, Glen Willendale Community Center. You know, it's interesting, son, is that I'm finding out on this show that I know everybody in the world. I didn't even know. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know your cousin. I know this. I know your father. Yeah, yeah. I know everybody. I didn't even know. I didn't even know I knew everybody. But I guess you, you know everybody, man. You even know how to talk like Muhammad Ali. I, I mean, if you literally call his one of his daughters or something like that, they're gonna break down in tears. Like, yo, a ghost called me for real. <laughs> just, when I heard it, I, I was waiting. I'm like, oh, okay, let's hear, let's hear how close it sounds. I'm, and then I start here. I'm like, damn, this is a real interview. This is a real, you know what I mean? That sounds just like Muhammad Ali in the interview. That's that King of the world that I did with Ricky. Uh, was a bestseller around the world. It's you can, matter of fact, you can probably bring it up, AJ. It's it's available everywhere. It did very, very well. It's about maybe he was still alive when I did it. I know that. Oh, but really? He was a great Muhammad Ali was a huge inspiration to me because I grew up in North Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. He's a guy tough but smart. And I went, yeah. wait, a minute, wait a minute, this is a combination of tough me. and smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You would saying? think to be yes, you would think like mo- most people are like, oh, tough guy, Uga Uga, he's in it, this is that. No, but it's like when you hear Muhammad Ali, you get you get toughness, you get elegance, you get you get confidence, you get e- everything rolled into one. Yep. So I think people thought that that was captivating because it, it showed that you could be both. I mean, he was the first person that that that, that really like showed me like you can be an intellectual and, and, and smart and still be funny and still be tough. And still yep. beat guys, you know what I mean? Beat guys up, man. It's crazy. Yeah. He okay. definitely one of the pioneers of that as well. I mean, what didn't he pioneer when it comes to this boxing thing? For real. That's very true. Tevin, I did not even know that you were a boxing fan. I'm not really a boxing fan, but I am a <laughs> I'm a Sona fan. And so Same. Uh, so full disclosure, I, like that. I worked at the House of Comedy and Sona yeah. was one of our shockingly enough door guy security types that worked yeah, at, yeah, yeah. at the club. And one day I pulled up my Instagram and I see him, you know, about to fight somebody. And so I started following uh-huh. boxing a little bit and then obviously he had his his big fight against uh, Ali Nico Walsh <laughs> there and uh yeah, was lovely. Uh-huh. So yeah, I'm, I'm a Yo, Sona fan. You already know. But apparently, Good you don't stuff. wear shirts in interviews no more. I gotta get. Oh no, gym. no, no! We done with that. I'm, I'm cutting weight now. I, I'm interviewing, doing a lot of media, doing a lot of media. So uh, yeah, yeah. I gave up on them. Yeah, thanks a lot, Sona. Uh, look, I like fucking. Let's right. do it. I appreciate you know? it. It's, it is annoying that you are popping on our screen uh, on my five year anniversary. So I'm gonna yeah. have to uh, have to just say. 
You're a very, you look, you look you're a fine looking gentleman, sir. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I try, you know, I work hard. I work hard for yeah, this. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Brittany, Brittany was about to pass out when this was so <laughs> If you want, like, I'll take my shirt off and even it out. I was saying, Go ahead, everybody. Everybody should do the podcast with their shirts off. All yeah, right, game on. Yeah. Okay, Brittany yeah. goes first. Yeah, I'm, d- I'm, in, I'm down. That's, is that the kind of call we're Where having? Are... All right. Get... Tell oh, Justin wow. I'm going to be late for dinner. So, one of the great things for me today experiences, you know, finding out that, yeah, I, 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 probably you asked your father, hey, I was on with Tom Bernard today. You go, who? He might not even know who I am, but I've, I've you know, known him for a long time. You know, he got a good memory of people. Yeah, no, he does. He does. He yeah. does. But it's just to talk about the Muhammad Ali era, which I was I was way over the top watching him. Uh, I love boxing. Been a lot of great boxers came. I don't know that people understand how many really good to great boxers came out of Minnesota. A lot of them did. Yeah, a lot of them did, man. I've been sparred with some. So, you know, Jamal James. I was yeah. I was his main sparring partner in his last camp, along with V. Sean Owens. So I was sparring them both at the same time, getting them ready for their fights at the Armory. And that's a former world champ. Then I was Caleb Turek's main sparring partner for one of his fights. He's mm-hmm. a former world champ. And then, um, you know, also Leo Modell, another undefeated fighter from Minnesota. Also good. He's going to be fighting on the card December 9th. We also got Vishan Owens. He's ranked like number seven in the world at, uh, at 140. At 140, I'm also his sparring partner, you know. So, yeah, man, we got a lot of uh, talent coming out the cities. No doubt about it. Did you track it down, AJ? Yeah, I think I've got it right here. I just want to play a little I'm bit. I'm a bad year. man. I'm the king of the world. That's I'm Tommy. Pretty. I'm pretty. Wait. This is... That's me. That you was you? That? Oh, that's you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wrote all oh, those lyrics. But. That's, that's wild. That is so good. Where's that? That's that's on that's on YouTube. Um, I found that on audioboom.com. Oh my gosh! Oh wow, that's you didn't dope. Know that, bag, was, man. that song was a hit. Hell no, I didn't know that was. You could have told me that was actually Muhammad Ali that they got on the track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, it showed it. Cause you know Muhammad Ali had a song. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did. Yes, absolutely. I thought that was it. I thought oh, they playing the Muhammad right. Ali song. Yeah, here's here's no, the beginning of it one more time where there's a little more talking. Okay. Yeah, hold on a sec. Here, uh... mm. I'm a That's bad wow. man, the king of the world. That's I'm Tommy. Pretty. I'm pretty. That's an that impeccable inc- impression. That though. is incredible. That's wow. Wild. That's good, man. Well, even that's as, good. Even as a honky, I thought I was Muhammad Ali when I was a little kid. Bro, you did your thing, man. <laughs> hey, that's how captivating he was. He can he make was. anybody believe. You know what I mean? That's yep. how captivating he was, man. I don't blame yeah, but that was good. That's a good impression, bro. I thought that was the song. You know Muhammad Ali actually has a song. Yeah, right, he does. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so when I heard I'm like, oh, okay, they're playing the song. But that's you. That is me. Damn. No doubt. Man, they're going to get you, man. You better be careful. AI, AI is going to grab you for voiceovers. <laughs> yeah, they're going to grab you for voiceovers, man. No. And then they go, and then Ali, Muhammad Ali's family is going to try to sue you. So you got to be careful. Get your lawyers ready. Get everybody ready. Yeah, I don't need that. No doubt about it. <laughs> Next time you got to come in studio, Sona. All right. Yeah, but with a shirt. Oh, definitely. With you know shirt. that. You know that. Just let me know. I'll be there. Come let as me you know. are, Sona. You show up any way you'd like to the studio. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. No shirt on. That's <laughs> mandatory. If you show up with no tarps on, I'm going no tarps <laughs> yeah. on. Justin will probably also be here just to keep an eye on Brittany. But... <laughs> yeah, just so we can also see Sona. <laughs> <laughs> you made Good our stuff, day. Wow. You made our day, and please do come back soon, sir. Good luck. Always, always. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you guys, man. December 9th. December 9th, Element, come through. You guys come out. It will be lovely to see you guys there in person. And then, you know. Let's get this fight on. Let's get this win. Works for me. Come back soon, Pally. Let's do it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. December 9th at Element Boxing in St. Paul. God, what a nice man. How long have you known him, Tevin? Um, probably close to nine years now, kind of from oh, a really? distance. Yeah, that from a was. distance. But yeah, I saw he had a fight coming up. I was like, oh, you want to come promote it? And I did not expect shirtless. I that was Sona. that. If I wasn't awake, that woke me up when he popped on the screen. I was like, yeah, this is the finest man I've ever seen in my life, just casually shirtless on our stream yard right now. Right. 
What? So, so you thought he was in pretty good shape? Is that what you're saying? I think he uh, may have uh, lifted a weight or two in his yeah. day. <laughs> All I know is that Judd, Phil, and Chris Eggert got to step up their game. They next really, time. they really do. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Ah, but it was just so handsome and so, and he was positive and lovely, like. <laughs> Uh, it all works out in the end deep breath um i gotta tell you, say one more thing about king of the world there's part one and part two by the way mm-hmm. and when ricky went on the world tour to you know talk about the song and all the rest of it he was in he went to japan because it was a big a big hit in japan i guess so he's over there doing interviews in japan and he said he so i'm interviewing him on the queue and i said so how's it going he goes oh things are going great he said I embarrassed myself and I didn't mean to. I said, what do you mean? He said, and I wouldn't tell the story, but he already said it on the air. So it's been out there for years and years because <laughs> he didn't mean anything by it. It was just, he was tired. He said, I just landed. I was tired as hell. What, the flight from Minneapolis to Japan, what is that, about 14 hours or something? I, I'm sure it's Last time insane. I flew, yeah, about that. Yeah, was that that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> about 14 hours last time he went to Japan. Yep. He sits down and... The interview's in English, obviously, because he doesn't know how to speak Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> he sits down, the first question is, how do you find Japan? In other words, how do you like Japan? And he said, well, I really like it. I got to be honest, though. I, I kind of surprised by the weather because I got off the plane and there was a little nip in the air. And as soon as he said it, because Nippon, remember, they shortened that to nip during World War II. It was a very mm. derogatory thing to say to Japanese people. Oh. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, my God. I didn't mean that. Because people say there's a nip in the air here all the time. Oh, yeah. 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 Poor guy. Poor guy. That's, That's a, a rough one. Yeah. It's hard to go come from a nip back from an interview when that happens. I'll just <laughs> no show question. myself out kind of vibe. No question about it. I see. I've, you know what? I've had so much fun this morning talking to all these great guests. You had a lot of great guests this morning, no doubt about that, and more to come. But did we do our break already? Do we have to go to break and then bring in Amy? Uh, we'll break and then uh, bring Amy yeah. in. I see. I get so distracted just by. You can always tell when I don't know what the hell's going on. I just had a really good time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think Sona's abs has us all a little oh. distracted. Oh, Am I, am I right? All right. Let me show you. All right. Yeah, fine. Okay. I'm going to the gym immediately after the Same. show. So hope that he's there. I'm going to go cry in the dark. Same. We'll be right back. Amy Seaman will join us right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant.
You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key. West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent when it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys. He lives there and here, and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy. For your second home in Florida, Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys' new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That's onekeywest.com.